0: From 99.9 The Fan, this is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com.
1: And after the Canes' 4-1 win over the Columbus Blue Jackets last night, Anthony, let's let's get the banner printed. Let's get going. I'm ready. You ready to cash in that futures bet or what? I, I am absolutely ready. The Canes get a goal, two assists from Marty Naches. Freddie Anderson's back in net. They look like the team we thought they were going to look like in the postseason last year, but didn't. And, yes, you got to go all the way back to square one. That's the problem with hockey. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. But I saw after the first period last night, I saw a lot of the things that you want to see out of this group. Aho got the thing going, Svachnikov, you know, that core group. Those guys need to be at their best, and they're not going to be the whole season. I get that. But this really feels like a team that understands where they are and in the moment where they are.
0: How was the atmosphere? What was it like? Come on.
1: The atmosphere was really good, and it started with this clip that Dennis Cox has for us. The team was announced, and (laughs) then they announced Coach Rod Brendamore, and, well, this is what it sounded like. And the head coach of your Carolina Hurricanes, Rod Brendamore! PNC loves Rod Brendamore. The Canes love Rod Brendamore. Year five made the playoffs all four of those years. And yes. The exit was disappointing last year, but it does feel like they have the right GM in Don Waddell who keeps remolding this roster around those core pieces. And I don't think you get anything done without Rod Brendamore. Now, Rod's, Rod's a bit of the uh, stoic type now. And after the game, though, you you can hear his comments. He, he was touched by the ovation he received from the Canes fans.
0: I wasn't expecting that. And uh yeah, it means a lot to me. I'm like, what can I say? It's, this is the game that's to both the players and, you know, Coach just back there just doing his little thing. And But when you get that kind of ovation, it's, uh it was special, and I'm, thank you for bringing that up because it's uh, just bringing back a little emotion there because, you know, I just, uh, we got a great thing here, and I appreciate the people.
1: Game one, 81 left, and the Cans go on the road for five games to go out to the West Coast. We'll catch up with Trip Tracy uh, before the Canes go out on that trip, we'll talk to Trip today, right here on this program a little bit later. But, Anthony, as far as starts go, the last three Stanley Cup champions have won the opener. So we can eliminate the Columbus Blue Jackets. It's not going to happen for them. It's over. Right? you got to win your Get opener. Yeah. Uh, eight of the last ten Stanley Cup
0: champions have
1: won their opener.
0: And this is 100% valid, just like the Hey Joe questions coming up all valid. Right. This is a fact. Take it to the bank. Call your bookie. We're set.
1: What do, you, what do you think? How do you try to approach this marathon knowing that last year they start 9-0? and Last year you have this great, you know, they go on the trip, the annual trip during the state fair. They come together. But I, I was concerned about the way that they finished the regular season. They were not clicking on all cylinders. And it's hard. Like, we're seeing this in baseball right now. You know, the Braves start the year poorly, then all of a sudden they find a gear. The Yankees start start the year on fire, then they hit a bump in the road, and it's almost like, how do you try to manage these regular seasons and what they actually mean towards your postseason chances?
0: Well, how do you get the guys fired up for all 82? You know, There's so many games. You have to be so good every night, and I don't think as fans, people realize what the travel does, right? My brother played college basketball, so I was able to see it. I mean, these guys are getting off a bus, getting off a plane, going to a hotel. You got to Oh, it sounds great, you know, right? I was at the Four Seasons Hotel in Philly where all the NBA teams play. They all stay there. Great hotel. Knicks were piling in. It's great. But you still pile in. you got to play a game, get out, and do this thing. You have such a long season. I don't know how Rod keeps the team motivated to keep going. Although, oh, it's a game. You love to play hockey. But to get jacked up against a guy across from you who's looking to knock your block off or looking to take you to school, it's hard. I
1: I think that's where the talent comes in. That's where the roster composition comes in. Yes, you need some veteran guys. And Brent Burns is a new voice in there, their new, they're new basic quarterback on the power play, but he's a little bit, he's a lot more than that. So it's good to have new voices, number one, but you have to have talent. And that was the thing about Marty Natchez last year. You know, he had a down year. Contract year didn't go the way that he wanted. But I, I thought it was a great move by Don Waddell, but it was a great move by Tom Dundon. They... They didn't give up on him, and a lot of teams would have after the year that he had and maybe after some of the contract demands that he had. Instead, they realize when you have talent and you can have that margin for error like that, you don't throw that away. It doesn't grow on trees. Nates last night with a goal two assists, like a dream start for Marty Natchez, who, by the way, is 23 years old.
0: I mean, <laughs> he's a kid. He's a kid, but that's why you gotta have those dogs in the locker room too. Though the the Kevin Garnett style guy who's going to get into somebody's face in practice, not necessarily Draymond style, but push the team to get there and and, and to perform.
1: Hey. What well, struck me, you, you asked about the atmosphere and beginning of the game. Of course, everyone is always going to have a little bit of juice. It's the beginning of the season. PNC, the way that the crowd has grown, the season ticket numbers have jumped. Uh, Don, both Don Waddell and Tom Dundon have cited, you know, there was less than 4,000 when they got here, and now it's up to 14,000 season ticket holders. So you have a stronger base. That's what comes with the consistent winning, which the team has put together. But I, I thought in the first period you really see the difference between regular season hockey and postseason hockey, <laughs> right? The urgency to postseason hockey, There, there's nothing like it. No, the stress. And, yeah. Oh, the, not only the stress, but every pass – you know, you're, you're, you're keeping the puck in the zone. There's there's just so much intensity to it, and it truly is a buildup as the year goes along. It's not just one of those, you know, you can't just snap your fingers and get back to that point. You can't just jump back to the end. It truly is a buildup, and the Hurricanes couldn't have asked for a better buildup than what they started with last night, the 4-1 to win over the Columbus Blue Jackets. This is the OG I'm Joe Giglio. Joe Obvious is out today. Anthony Guerra is sitting in here for the first hour. we got conversations coming up. Packed show. Kevin Keats, NC State men's basketball coach. He couldn't
0: avoid me forever. My guy, Kevin Keats. Yeah, I mean, they
1: schedule media day here in Raleigh uh, during this show, and I'm like, that was definitely intentional. And then yesterday was the ACC tip-off down in Charlotte where i got to tell you, man, you know, we don't have Roy Williams anymore. We don't have Mike Krzyzewski anymore. And I don't know if I really missed much by not being in Charlotte yesterday. You went to Carolina, Anthony. What you happened mentioned... on Kay's
0: last game? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't remember what happened. So... I, I forgot. Cox, do you remember? Anybody remember? I forgot. <laughs> I was there. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, But I'm asking, though, I, I, I think Carolina has every, every chance to win the national championship this last year. Obviously, that I am not in the minority in that opinion. But I do feel like... I don't know if it, it's just a little bit off this year for hoops. I don't know if it's just because of Shashovsky, and I know it's it's a full year now without Roy, but it, it does it does it is it me or does college basketball need some sort of infusion of, of of new ideas?
0: Well, Coach like Calipari came out. and He was talking like he he used to carry such clout when he spoke. Like his interviews used to be like, oh, what did he say? This is amazing. They don't have the same juice, but I mean, I'm fired up for hoops. I'm fired up. I think Keats is going to have a good year. I'm excited for him. I'm going to to adopt the NC State Wolfpack just because Keats, I think he's going to win. You're a Carolina grad who's going to adopt. I'm adopting him. Oh, boy. Well, I'll tell you why
1: that's not a good idea, because anything that good can happen for North Carolina will. And here we have another example. Dennis is like Switzerland over there. Am I? You you are, because you're not. I think of you as a Steelers fan. Yeah. I don't think of and you as someone who has, a, who has a stake in the triangle. Basically. Right? Um, your predecessor, Jonathan Rand, producer of this program, Wolfpack grad. Diehard. Joe Obvious, Pack grad. Diehard. Joe Giglio, Wolfpack grad. Diehard. So
0: I'm s- glad I round this off.
1: Sometimes we need a little Tar Heel perspective in this room, and that's where Anthony Guerra comes in. But I feel like every time we're you're here, I have to default to my law of the universe, <laughs> which is if something good can happen to Carolina, well, would you look at that? It will. And if something bad could happen to NC State, oh, would you look at that? It yeah. will happen. Which leads me to this. Wolfpack, as I'm saying, is not for soft people. And that's where we have pack therapy. Podcast that I host each week with Mike Glennon. There's a new episode each Friday. We have Ameka Amezi this week joining us. You can watch that on WRL Download it, at Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you get your podcast. Pack Therapy is brought to you by the Pack of Wolves, NIL Collective, empowering Wolfpack athletes, engaging Wolfpack fans. So let's review Anthony. NC State goes to Clemson, they lose. Mm-hmm. All right. Basically, you couple that with Clemson's win over Wake Forest. And NC State's chances of winning the Atlantic Division are about the same as me opening up a pizza place next to you on Blunt Street and surpassing your yearly totals. Okay? <laughs> very remote. Oh. Very remote. Okay. Meanwhile, last year North Carolina was a top 10 team. So much was expected. They had this amazing quarterback. They go 7-6. and six. And you're thinking, see, Joe, bad things can happen to Carolina. Yeah,
0: I was going to reference that exactly. <laughs> Except <laughs>
1: here they are a year later 2 and 0 in the league, 5 and 1 overall in the driver's seat after last week's win over Miami to win the coastal division. And I'm not, I'm here to tell you I'm not that sold on Clemson. Yes. Still the best team on this side of the river. But I think Carolina can trade paint with anyone with Drake May and that offense. You have them going to They could beat Clemson? I'm saying they have the ability to beat Clemson. Yes.
0: Whoa. Drake May's I mean, May is the truth. Any argument that he's there because of his brother is shot down. That guy could play quarterback for me for the next three years. He's completed nearly seventy percent
1: of his passes, twenty one touchdowns, three interceptions, and has been more of a runner than anyone probably thought he could be. Good athlete. Has been a leader for that team. That what they've desperately needed. Now I'm not going to tell you the Tar Heels have been perfect. They have their issues
0: on defense. Can he play safety for us? Is this like a high school situation where you know you put your best athlete at quarterback and safety? A little, maybe little Iron Man two-way action. We did we did talk about missed tackles last week, and uh, I did note uh, quite a few missed tackles in that Miami game. It was a tough spot where the Carolina was, but they started
1: that game quickly, and I thought the defense was really the difference in the end. The red zone stops that they came up with. Look, I'm. I'm I'm tipping my hat to Carolina. Ben, but don't break exactly. And they have Bill Belichick, and they have a three-game season, in my opinion, left. I I think Duke will fight on Saturday night. The number seven. I don't. You know, I could see the Devils fighting and covering. I could also see Carolina just scoring more. I mean, that's kind of what they do.
0: Yeah, this is all gas, no break. Go for sixty points. Hopefully, we get there. If you land in the thirties, we'll outscore Duke.
1: I do appreciate what Duke has done this season with their four and two start. Now they're coming off a tough loss. Uh, against Georgia Tech, overtime loss. Those can be a little bit hard to stomach, especially for a young team in transition. But my guess is the lights are on, and they know who their rival is. It's Carolina. And I, I think you'll see a good energy on Saturday night in Durham. I'm, I'm, I'll am I'm, be at the game. I'm looking forward to this game. Uh, I think both sides – I need to get the T-shirt. I hope both sides have fun.
0: What shirt do you, you wear into this game? Are you going an NC State shirt? No. I don't what? even own an NC State shirt. Oh, no, no. BS. Come I, don't. On. I don't believe that. There's not an NC State grad that doesn't have at least two. I do not own. I have an NC
1: State baseball hat from my friend Elliot Avent. That is it. I do not own an NC State shirt. Wow. Crazy, right? Wow. Are you a fan? I, I often ask myself that. The Yankees on Monday night made me feel a certain type of way that I haven't felt in a long time. Because I'm going to be honest with you. The 0-4 playoffs broke me. The 04 baseball playoffs broke me. That's a bad year. I have not really followed the Yankees since then. Even in 09 when they won, I had that Yankee fan protest like, I
0: don't like A Rod. I don't care. He's their best player right now. I'm still not happy about it. I'm the only A Rod guy on the I think the East Coast right now. There's a couple people in maybe California who just don't care. But I am I'm a big A-ROD guy. I like the A Rod year.
1: So that's 09. Yeah. So I'm telling you, I have not I have not like gone to an event or like even turned on the TV. Now, I, I certainly gamble on things, and I have a rooting interest in certain things. But I'm telling you, for the most part, like Monday night, I don't have it. Well, I have a futures ticket on the Yankees, so not to be confused with that. But I was rooting for the Yankees. I'm following it along. I'm sitting here cursing under my breath. Every time they show Tito Francona, I'm like, this, this guy, guy. really, he's still, this guy's gonna torment us to the
0: to the God. grave. As a Yankee like, fan, you got Tito over there, and then you got to watch Dave Roberts when you flip the channel, right? Oh, oh.
1: so, uh, but the baseball playoffs have been even just in this limited amount of time. I want to give Rob Manford credit because I often I often criticize him.
0: Oh, I I, I blast him. I, I crush Manfred. But I love I this terrible. Format. But the format's phenomenal.
1: I love this format. The best of three. They got rid of the one-off games in the wild-card round. You're also rewarding the division winners. But still at the same time now, this best-of-five setup is going to give the underdog more of a chance to win in a best-of-five setup than what a best-of-seven does. So the division round is not a foregone conclusion.
0: I think the Padres would probably lose in a – they could lose in a seven probably eight out of ten times. Yes. They have a real shot at sneaking away and taking this thing in San Diego and it's over s- suddenly they're live and by the way they don't even have
1: Fernando Tatis
0: no well good riddance I guess Kim has been playing a good shortstop though he's been, he, uh, you know he, he's been playing a good shortstop Manny Machado is that no I mean, dude Soto, Machado I mean they ha- let's not pass the
1: hat for the Padres on their oh, lineup no. or their bullpen that's that's the one that gets me the Yankees bullpen I'm I'm scared.
0: I'm hurting because Luis Castillo is about to start pitching today and he's the one that got away. That's the that's the that's the one for me that if Cashman would have brought me Castillo, I would be fine cruising through with the scrap of a bullpen that Yankees have right now. Castillo would have been the piece. Certainly Montas is not the piece. Between the Braves
1: the Dodgers, the Astros, and the Yankees. We we thought those big four would be in the LCS round. Is there one of those teams that you think now, obviously the Braves tied 1-1 in theirs, Dodgers tied 1-1 in theirs, Yankees, Astros both have a one-game lead. Yankees game uh, postponed today with the rain. Astros are set to play in a few minutes here. Uh, Of those four, do you see any not advancing through the division series?
0: To me, the Braves are in the most trouble. I don't want to play the Phillies. They're red hot. Bryce Harper's got that that offense rolling. Those guys are feeling the vibes. Starting pitching strong, although the Braves won a must-win game last night. They had to take that game, and they did. But they're the most, to me, I'd be most nervous if I was a Braves fan. Uh, Padres have a chance, but the Dodgers, I think, that top three in the lineup there is, is going to be hard to beat. Trey Turner last night. What? Ooh. Is that is – that, is that an NC State curse? Does that count?
1: I, no, like, because he's won a World Series with the Nationals. Okay, so then he's, you... he's been cleansed of the sins. Don't That's you... not an NC State he, he also led the Wolfpack to the College World Series in 2013. I mean, he's sir, phenom- he so. is
0: phenomenal. Let me be clear. He is phenomenal. Mookie Betts into Trey Turner with Freddie Freeman is a incredible top three. Yeah. It's incredible.